Everyone can learn to be good at sales. This is my revolutionary assertion that anyone and everyone can learn to be good at sales. Salespeople are not born. Sales is not a gene you get from your parents or great-grandparents. Sure, you may get to uh, uh, experience some sales and business um, images as a child. Uh, you may get indoctrinated into entrepreneurship as a child, of course. But selling is something anyone can learn. Uh, I started my first business in the sixth grade with a roll of paper towels and a can of window cleaner. I've been in sales and marketing ever since. Uh, I've managed sales organizations. I've trained salespeople. I've run companies. And I've worked with a lot of people who learned to be good at sales. So one misconception we have is that you have to be a great salesperson to do well at sales. Uh, we have a very dysfunctional relationship with sales and selling. Even salespeople have a very dysfunctional relationship with sales and selling. We associate selling with forcing people to do things against their will or scamming people or tricking people or taking money from people or being a bad person. All these weird associations that we have with sales uh, because at some point somebody did scam somebody. The, this is a, a, a thing we just have to get over and have to get past to be able to do well at sales because everybody's selling something all the time. Uh, I had uh, a conversation with someone about sales training and they brought up Michael Jordan, the basketball player, as an example. Uh, because they wanted to tell me how difficult it was to get people to be superstars at sales and to be great like Michael Jordan. And I said, that's a ridiculous thing to say because just look at basketball. There are millions of people who play basketball for fun and they can hit three-point shots with somebody waving a hand in their face. You don't have to be Michael Jordan to be good at basketball and to enjoy basketball. You just have to know how to play basketball and be good at it. It's the same with sales. There are many, many, many salespeople who do well who aren't great superstars. They're just good at it. And they're at peace with themselves being good at it. So you just have to be good. Now, you do need a good system. This is true. Without a good system to support you and a good training system to support you and help move you forward, it's very difficult to be good at anything. You do need to be willing because if you're unwilling to do the training or to be embarrassed or feel awkward or get out of your comfort zone or be disappointed and disheartened sometimes while you're learning to be good and while you're uh, going through all the disappointment it takes to find a good sales opportunity and make it happen. Uh, if you're not willing to do all that, then it'll be difficult. So you definitely need some grit. You need some resilience. Uh, you need some natural self-confidence. You need some drive that's going to help get you through the hard times. This is true. But 
you just have to be good at selling to do well. And the current training methods and current training routines are really frustrating. They're frustrating for trainers, they're frustrated for the trainees, they're frustrated for the big bosses, frustrating for the big bosses. So systems are inadequate, trainees become unwilling, trainers are frustrated, people in the C-suite who are paying for all the training feel like it's often a waste of money. So let's let's look at a different approach. There is a better way. So I'm suggesting a new foundation for sales to move forward and to shed our weird dysfunctional relationship with selling that we have. So I propose five new rules of sales. These are the five new rules of sales. Rule number one, you can't sell anybody anything. You just you can't sell anybody anything, but you can, however, help people talk themselves into buying just about anything. If you think about your own experiences, when you buy things, it's because you've talked yourself into making that sale. So the key to being a good salesperson is not to be selling anyone, but to learn how to influence and guide and nudge the internal dialogue that people have with themselves so that you can help people get through their decision points. Do I want it in red? Do I want it in black? Do I want it now? Do I want it later? Do I want to pay by credit card? Do I want to pay by cash? All these little decision points that people go through. It's your job to help them think those through and to help convince themselves that they're making a good purchase. Certainly, you have to have confidence in the product or service you're selling. You have to have confidence in the value you're offering to people so that you feel good about it when people do talk themselves into buying your product and service so that they then go out and refer other people to you who are already 90% talked into buying from you when they come and talk to you. So yes, all of that is true. But your job is to work with that internal dialogue that people have with themselves. People are always having a conversation with themselves about whatever, whenever they're doing something else. So if the conversation they're having with themselves while you are presenting your service or product goes something like this, well, these seem like good people. Yep, I could definitely use that. I can see myself using that. Yep, okay, I guess my credit card could handle that or... That doesn't seem like too much money. Uh, why would I wait to do this when I can do this now? Okay, I'll buy it now. If that's the conversation people are having with themselves, then you have succeeded in helping them get the information they needed, helping them work out the questions and hesitancies and concerns that they have, and you have helped them talk themselves into making that purchase. And bada boom, you are successful. Rule number two, you have to get over the idiot hurdle. Now, I understand that sounds a little rough, but we live in a cynical and sarcastic and snarky time and place, and many people assume that sales and customer service people are idiots. Partly it's because in their past experience, they've dealt with people who were not well-trained, not well-suited, not well-supported, and they had a lousy customer service or sales experience. 
Uh, it is also true that some people uh, come off a little rough and a little brusque with sales and customer service people, and not all sales and customer service people know how to handle that, and so the relationship goes sour immediately. So your job is to quickly show that person that you're not an idiot, and then their resistance, their anger, uh, their bad attitudes will all just sort of fall away and fade away, and you'll be able to have some open and honest discussion with them about how it is to move forward and what the process looks like to buy your product or service. Because people love buying from people who know how to sell and know how to build some business relationships. They love buying from people who are empathetic and capable. So they live in a strange dichotomy. They think sales and customer service people are idiots, but they really like buying from people who aren't idiots. So your job is to quickly show them you're not an idiot, and then things will go well. Now, that's not always easy to do because uh, sometimes people are very judgy, and especially if you're meeting someone in person for the first time or someone's calling you on the phone, Sometimes as soon as you say hello, their first thought is, oh gosh, I have to speak to another idiot. So that makes it tricky. Rule number three, treat everyone as if they are smarter than you. This is really important because not only do many people think that sales and customer service people are idiots, but many people feel as if they themselves are being treated like idiots during the day, and nobody likes that, especially if you have an accent or uh, you don't look like a fashion model or on that particular day you're wearing your torn jeans and not your business attire uh, or you didn't feel like shaving that day. Uh, or you're driving your beat-up pickup truck instead of your new Mercedes, or wh however you want to look at that. Um, people are very judgy, and no one likes to be judged and likes to be called an idiot. So when you treat people as if they are smarter than you, first of all, they will relax, and they'll be pleased, and they'll open up to you, and you've got yourself a new best friend, at least for a few minutes. This is your new best friend. Um, when you treat someone like they're a smart buyer and a smart shopper, then they will act like a smart buyer and a smart shopper. And if what you're showing them is a smart thing to buy, they will be happy to talk themselves into buying that. The other simple a fact of human relations is that people tr tr pe the other fact of human relations is that people will act however it is you treat them so if you treat them like they're smart and capable and smarter than you then they will feel very good about the interaction and they will act smart if you treat people like they are your next smart buyer then they will act like your next smart buyer. Even if they may not buy from you at that moment, the chances are very high that they will buy from you when you treat them like they are your next smart buyer. Rule number four, speak with confidence. When you speak with confidence and use assumptive language and confident phrases, 
people are far more likely to take your recommendation seriously, to take your offering seriously, to treat you as if you are serious. And that all, all of those things help people decide to buy from you. Um, shoppers, buyers have a lot of resistance. They have a lot of concerns about making buys. But when you speak with confidence and promote everything about your product and service with confidence and seek that business with confidence, the resistance diminishes greatly. So find all of the ways that you are using non-confident sounding language and non-confident sounding posture, non-confident sounding tones of voices and things like that and find a replacement behavior that sounds, looks, feels confident. It will make all the difference in the world to you. If you are instructing shoppers on how to buy from you and how to use your product and service, that is a confident way to present your offering. So stop asking for a sale, stop waiting for a sale, and act and speak as if the only reason that person contacted you was to make a purchase. When you do that with confidence, people will follow along and the likelihood of them buying from you greatly, greatly increases. So think of yourself more as an instructor, as a guide. You're instructing people on how easy it is to buy from you. You're guiding people through the purchase process. If you look at yourself that way, selling becomes a very different activity and a confident activity and one that can be a little bit more fun. Rule number five, keep the process going. Do not stop or interrupt your selling process. Every time there's a hesitation or some resistance on the part of your prospect or customer, address that resistance or hesitance. Talk about the issue, work it out. Help them get to a decision point. Maybe the decision point is, well, they shouldn't or can't buy from you today. Maybe the decision point is, great, let's move on towards the purchase. But you've got to get past the hesitance and resistance and continue the purchase process. If you tell someone the price and go quiet, in that moment of quietness, the people don't know what to do and they will often fade away. So one of the things I used to do is I used to train dogs. And if you have ever had a dog or have friends with a dog, you can relate to this. What does a dog do if it doesn't know if it should sit or lay down? If you stress the dog by putting it in a position where it is in conflict with itself, it doesn't know what to do. Should it sit or lay down? It only has a few choices. It may sit or lay down, just guessing at doing something right, or it will submit and roll over, or it will run away to avoid the situation, or it'll turn around and bite you because you stressed it too much. So if you are dealing with a customer or a prospect, they will do the same thing. If you put them in a position 
where they're confused. They don't know what they're supposed to do next. They're not getting clear direction from you. They're in an uncomfortable and unfamiliar situation. Chances are they'll just run from you. That's the easiest way to get out of the conflict. Sometimes they'll bite you and they'll get mean with you or they'll get snappy with you and then leave you. Sometimes they'll submit and just go quiet and just wait for the next thing. So do not put your customers in a self-conflict situation where they don't know what to do next and don't know what behavior to move towards. Keep the process going. After you've addressed some hesitancy or some resistance, use a redirect and move on to the next subject in your process that needs to be dealt with. Or go back to the subject where you had to stop because of some hesitance or resistance or concern and pick it up from there again. So keep the process going. All paths lead to the purchase. If you look at selling in that frame of mind, then it doesn't matter how many times you have to stop and help someone through some hesitance or resistance or help them figure out some concern because if every time you get off track, you reassure the customer, deal with the situation that got you off track, and then move back to the process, help that person through decision points, help them reassure themselves, get their internal dialogue once again on the right track, then you're going to end up making a sale. So all paths lead to a purchase. Yes, in many sales efforts, you have some very obvious paths for people to take, but that's not always how it works. So just keep going back to the process and you will increase the likelihood of making a sale by a lot. So to sum up the new rules of selling, one, you can't sell anybody anything but you can help people talk themselves into buying just about anything. Two, you must get over the idiot hurdle. Show people you're not an idiot and their resistance will fade away. Treat everyone as if they are smarter than you. When you treat people as if they are smarter than you, they relax and open up. Speak with confidence. When you speak and act with confidence in your selling process, people are far more likely to take your lead and follow you to the purchase. And then keep the process going. Every time the process gets interrupted, go back to the process and keep the process moving forward. Don't stop and hope that someone is just miraculously going to say, okay, great, I'll buy from you now. Keep the process going. These five new rules of selling are enough to get anyone well along the path to sales success. You don't have to be great at sales. You just have to know that you can't sell anybody anything. You just have to know that you have to get over the idiot hurdle. You just have to treat everyone as if they are smarter than you. You do have to speak with confidence and you have to keep the process going. None of that requires you to be the Michael Jordan of sales. You just have to know the rules and keep the process going. So 
the next thing that should help people interrupt their weird and twisted dysfunctional relationship with sales and selling and sales training uh, is to use the eight devices for retention. And we'll move on to that shortly.